AKA Radio. Hello, hello, everyone. It's another issue of Kokoa Radio. It is me, your fabulous co-host, as we head into this horrible airy season. Um, it is me, Just X Henry, with my fellow co-host, Black Word. You're welcome. I am here, Tipple Dusk, Master of the Arts, Master of Culture, Master of History. Um, the epitome of I'll do it myself. Uh, yeah, you love to see it. Thank you for stopping by. Also, our other co-host, the Wind God Vonte. What's up, Table Day? Your region's here. How y'all hoes doing? And he is back, y'all. He has made his return. Let me not waste. Showtime. Baby, please take the stage. Um, thank you. Um, I have missed you all. I went on a mission uh, to go retrieve some Mysterium from the White Hot Room, and I am back with the light. Did you kill Abigail? Please tell you did. Please I tell you injured her. I, 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 was, I was hoping that you stabbed her in those heat-warming-ass hands. Abigail, She's you neon-hair-having bitch. I couldn't, I couldn't, I didn't have a clean hit. Tell that chick her days are numbered. Because they are. But your Omega Level Top is back. Period. The unbeatable one. Maybe people were trying to come for your throne. It was trying their best. If you're not first, you're last, boo-boo. Keep it cute. Mm. (laughs) Well, anywho, today we are discussing 10 lives of Wolverine number five. And we have a very loaded, uh, you know, we love loads over here. Um, we have a very loaded circuit party for you guys. Bring your Molly. Um, of course. Wait, 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 wait. Hold up. It's something that we nearly forgot. Henry, yeah. happy birthday. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Yes, I'm Love 14 you. years old. I've been having a lot of sex. I sound like shit because I've been sucking a lot of dick. And um, you know that throat bruising is no joke. Honestly, no everyone. Joke. I, I have, I have, I have literally like it's like you know like interlude on a Janet Jackson song. You know. You know, your crucial goes slow to fall apart. That's how I feel right now. Like, I'm resting my, my vocals. I'm resting my whole. Um, I am not coming on camera because I feel like shit. Um, and, yeah, it, it, it has been a smashing 42nd birthday. Um, what I also mean, want pun to intended. Say, pun right. intended. Oh, I also mm-hmm. want to say congratulations on the new play space. Thank you, thank you. You know, I I got my little cocoa biome going on up in here. You know, congratulations! It's showtime on Instagram, and I am so jealous because I still live with roommates. I am so jealous. <laughs> yeah, well, I I typically you know don't do roommates, but with this roommate I'm sleeping with, so you know I don't mind that. You know, you know they <laughs> fucking you. It makes everything a whole lot better. You can put up a lot more shit. <laughs> oh, so vulgar. Ooh, but that's what he did. <laughs> oh, my God. I cannot. Uh, Congra- Congratulations to Showtime. Yes, you Showtime. as well. And Crown we on your head. Are congratulating 
the return of Showtime, who has now become a member of Alpha. Uh, uh, Alpha. Let me do it. Let me oh. do it, please. Okay. A member of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. Thank you. Yes. Y'all let me do that. Everything, so many great things have happened in everybody's life but Steven. Um, correction. Steven got an internship at <laughs> Laundry Service. Um, I am working with one of the best advertising agencies in, you know, so many different things. Let me not Capricorn out. Yes, typically it is about me most times, but today it's about my cohorts on the table. Um, I love and appreciate all of them. It's, you know, you would think it would be so hard to be this young on a council of such wizened individuals, but I just find it as an opportunity for me to grow in their path and avert steps that they may or may not have taken. Um, he, he's calling us old. I want you to know that. Take, take it down a notch, Snow White. You yeah, because you, you tried it. Cause listen, listen, listen. Everyone, I'm currently that. texting someone who's in their 30s right now. So I appreciate the wise energy. You know what? Honestly, dating people my own age, you know, has never been a thing for me. And I think it's just because, you know, something happened in my head growing up where I matured faster than most people. So it's the reason why I maybe feel at home among all of you, you great, excellent people, my beloved brothers. Um, Did a 16-year-old tell you that when you were 19? No. No, actually. They were actually only eight years older than me uh, when I was 17. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> yeah, we do not appreciate people. Um, but generally, yes. So we're all doing great things. And, you know, because we are so happy on the council, we will always dedicate our time and energy to bringing y'all the news. And I wish to say it was as selfless as possible. We actually just generally like each other. So we just like seeing each other once a week. It just happens. Um, you know, we took these mics off and we speak for like, what, an extra 10 minutes? And we speak for another 20 minutes beforehand. It's great. We love it. So outside of happy news, what is on the docket? Wolverine? Yes, X Live number five. The X Lives number five. It's wonderful. You know what? I'm just happy that in this issue we get more and more like on page confirmation that like Gene, Wolverine, Scott, they're just swingers. And that's just all we can really appreciate from this run. They're just full on swinging. And poly polyamory is beautiful. Uh, it's wonderful. It's difficult, but it's great. So I guess this week, since I ain't been here for two weeks, it's my turn to go over the book that don't nobody want to read. Earn your um, pay, baby. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> X Lives of Wolverine number five, the end of X Lives of Wolverine, but we still have X Deaths of Wolverine number five that comes out next week. Hopefully it's more interesting than this shit show story. All right, so we start out with, um, so the last issue, uh, Omega Red uh, had uh, possessed Wolverine in the presence body while uh, Xavier and Jean were helping him send his mind back through time through Cerebro. This don't make no damn sense. This is very um, 
uh, Days of Future Past adjacent, but not in like in a good way. Okay, anyway, um, so Wolverine is tied to this table, this Krakoan table, um, and is uh, possessed by Omega Red. Uh, so he has those tentacle things that come out of his wrists. Um, one of them went through a, 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 I'm sorry, both of them uh, went to go uh, uh, grab Jean and Xavier, and subsequently uh, Wolverine ends up stabbing Xavier through the shoulder, so that weakens his telepathic, uh, con his telepathic hold on keeping um, Wolverine in the past. Uh, then it flickers through a series of um, moments in the past where uh, Wolverine was interacting with Xavier or one of his relatives um, and defending against uh, Omega Red. Uh, we go back to um, 1900, which these timelines don't make no damn sense. Like, if you can do math, that they don't make no sense. 1900, why is this his great-grandfather and Xavier has been around for forever? But anyway, um, he's on a pirate ship. Wolverine is on a pirate ship with one of Xavier's, I think, grandparents, because this makes sense in 1900. Um, and he decides that he is going... Um, to, he gives him a, he gives Logan a watch and uh, Logan says that he will be loyal to them from then on. Um, it pans back to the main time frame main timeline um, where Omega Red and Mikhail Rasputin um, realize that they can no longer hang on to sending uh, Omega Red through the past. Same thing happens with Wolverine. Wolverine is snatched back to the to the present. Um, and when he wakes up, Gene immediately kisses him on the mouth, uh, which is to be expected because swingers work that way, um, or polyamory, whatever the fuck, we don't know. Um, and then, um, so at the same time of, of Wolverine and Omega Red being snatched back into the present time, um, they're interacting with the people that sent them into the past. Mikhail Rasputin um, teleports away from Omega Red, who tries to attack him. Um, and basically they call each other bitches and that uh, they're failing whatever mission they were given by Russia, uh, Russia proper, um, leaving Omega Red with the Cerebro sword. Um, and then we see as uh, Mikhail Rasputin teleports away, he has an army of what looks like Russian clones or Russian dolls um, that he teleports away with and leaves uh, Omega Red in the snow. Um, that's when Wolverine teleports in with Gateway, which it's nice to see Gateway. I'm low-key miss him around. Um, that's my girl. Um, that's my guy. Let me not misgender him. Um, and then Omega Red and Wolverine um, fight to the death. Uh, it, we go, we pan through a bunch of the scenes that they had previously uh, where they were fighting and they were in possessing their previous previous ports in their lives for Wolverine and Omega Red was possessing other random motherfuckers. Um, Omega Red ends up getting cut in half, leaving um, uh, Wolverine to take the Cerebro Sword. Uh, he takes, after he was stabbed with it, so he takes the Cerebro Sword back to Sage uh, on Krakoa to ask her uh, to... Uh, figure out what's going on with the sword. 
Um, and then he's like, all right, well, I'm fucking tired and now I need to go rest and go, like, go do some shit. Um, and Sage was like, well, you can't do that because right now the island is under attack and the island is under attack by you. And then we see that Phalanx Wolverine, who had come back from the future of Moira's sixth life, I think that's the life that it was, um, is now taken over by the Phalanx and uh, is fighting uh, Deken, Gabby, and Laura, um, and has taken out somebody that I can't make out that's on the ground. Um, and that's where we... That's Moira? Yeah. Oh, okay, I couldn't make out who that was. Um, uh, and that's where we end the book, where we are at our penultimate issue of this story that nobody wants to read anymore. You know... Thoughts, comments, concerns... Start with rude comments first, though. Why did he kill Myra? Why you know, you're the you're the best at what you do, Wolvie. Why didn't you just slit the bitch's throat? That's all I'm wondering. Um, would have been a smart idea to me, but I'm just thorough. Uh, so there's that. Um, I don't know why we needed a long issue like this or a long run like this to to show Omega Red getting his ass beat twelve different times. Um, and 12 different fonts and 12 different shadings. Um, Wolverine is not that interesting. Xavier's family history is really not that interesting. It's just a bunch of white people with money. It's like being the Waynes from the DC universe, but worse, because the Waynes were actually interesting. You know, they didn't pretend not to be conquistadors and like fucking invaders for generations. They just they just go out here and say it. Had history with the Court of Owls. The Court of Owls made that interesting. Xavier has nothing. The Waynes give, like, espionage. They give, like, dynasty. You know, it's mess everywhere you go. Um, and culminates into a mentally unstable playboy who's in his 40s, who likes to fuck a woman in a dominatrix outfit on rooftops and adopt small children to continue his crusade, of which he only really loves one. Uh, there's Can you just... guess which one? It's Duke. It's Duke Thomas. Duke is the only one he really loves. It's not Dick. <laughs> Pun intended. <laughs> that was delightful. I appreciate that about you. Thank you. Welcome back, Showtime. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it's just not a lot going on in these issues that I really felt right. And I really thought we were going to get like, oh, like the only way I would accept this run was like, we're going to give his 10 deaths in the 10 different lifetimes of Myra. And that way we get to see so many different situations. But that's not what we got, baby. Yeah, we they didn't really get that. Did. They, they not um, particularly my favorite. It did hold over a lot. It did hold over a lot better, I would have to say. At least it connected to Powers of X and then being in that, um, that biome and shit like that. Like, the rest of it, I don't... All that time hopping and shit, girl, we don't care about that. <laughs> I almost wish that Hickman stayed around just to wrap this story, if that's what needed to be told. Because this feels very like, well, why are we doing this? Is this what... Because they originally announced when they started um, Dawn of X that there was going to be a Mora X story. Is this what that is? This is like the scraps of that? I hope not, because this was a complete letdown. 
Well, I think it's X deaths, the viral, you know, the one that's vastly better than X lives. Deaths is probably the one they were talking about because that feels like a Myra story of like sis just running around doing awful shit. And it's her villain origin story of the minorities aren't doing what I, a white woman, says. It's very much her, her JK Rowling era, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, I, I'm not the hero anymore. So, yes, I'll be the villain. What is her little Cassie moment? She goes be from a being a mutant who is like incredibly important to an android and is now fighting on the side of the machines. That's girl, gotta, what? That's gotta be a downgrade because if, if anything, I would have tried my damnedest to find a way to restore my abilities. I'm not gonna. That's what go she's doing. That's the fucked up part. Yeah, that's that's, she's, that's like, that is what she's doing. She's just doing it uh, through technology rather than through biology. But she's on the like, island. Oh no, you go ahead, Monte. Sorry, but I'm like, okay, but you're uploading your consciousness into a machine into the cloud. That, it, 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 yeah, basically. So it was just—it's weird because you're doing the thing that you were trying to avoid any fucking way. Mm-hmm. So like, we, I don't know. It, it's it's weird. I'm sorry. It, it, the oh. thing I swish around my mouth a lot is that the phalanx is basically a celestial, right? Mm-hmm. The phalanx is basically a celestial. That's all it is. Because the celestials, if you read the Eternals issue that recently came out, they speak in binary. They're robots. They're cosmic oh. robots. Henry, baby, deal oh. with it. It's a there's a certain level of X-Men stuff. When you get high enough, you got to involve the Celestials and therefore the Eternals. You all were, right? You we were, just got... You, first of all, you were born after the Age Apocalypse story came out, so I think you might want to hush. Dare you? <laughs> How dare you? I have never... I have never been so Tell insulted. You weren't even born yet when, when Legion first killed his daddy. Where were you? Yeah, you was like... What were you doing? <laughs> I was swimming, floating around in his daddy's ball. Yes, is yeah. that that? If that, I don't know because hey, hey, I never cared to ask what my introduction to comic books were, though. You would know I'm a legacy. Hey, I, I actually still wonder. Remember when um, when Magneto ripped the animantium out of Wolverine? Mm-hmm. Steven doesn't. <laughs> that was in Fatal Attraction. Oh, where was Steven? Oh. Hey, remember when everyone liked the Transformers? I don't still, either. Yes, I do because I enjoyed the Transformers. They still do. It was a good one. So, and Beast Wars as well. My mm-hmm. my legacy is still alive. My legacy is a multi billion dollar industry. Thank you. So it's Power Rangers. Uh, so let's continue with the episode at hand, so, rather than so, ganging so. up on Steven, who is only here to do his job. Folks, you know, since we're here, I find that very shocking that you bring up those those discount Transformers on top of the fact they are also. A brand that is appropriated from um, Japan, uh, the Super Sentai series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's establish that real quick because that insult to the Super Sentai will not stand. Hold on, hold on, hold on. on. Before we even get there, I am offended at the offense being being thrown at the Power Ranger stories because them books are actually good. The comics really good. Those comics are really good. Shout out to everyone on that team, honestly. It, you, it takes a labor of love for you to do something like that. I say this about Power Rangers a lot because a lot of people who are writing for it right now are definitely old fans of it. And 
I felt that in my spirit to be able to be asked, like, yeah, I'm writing Power Ranger comics. Like, this is all I really wanted as a kid. I don't give a fuck. Um, fuck with it. Love it. Shout out to you girls. But back to Henry's slanderous bullshit. Uninformed ignorance is what I will call it, sir. The Super They're Sentai no series is... Super Sentai series anymore. Yeah, the Super Sentai series is no longer tied to it. Um, but also, generally speaking, the Super Sentai series operates within that different lexicon altogether. There, I want to say honestly, and I'm not, I'm, I'm not really entirely sure, one hundred percent sure. I think the Super Sentai series precedes Transformers. Yeah, the Super Sentai series did come out before Transformers, but we all know who is who is the better of the two. Sorry, the Super Sentai series is definitely better than Power Rangers. I will never, no Power Rangers fan will ever sit there looking to you in the face and say differently. Well, see, it's see, definitely better than Transformers. No, actually, I might be wrong because Diaclone was out the same time that because Diaclone was the predecessor to Transformers. So yes, they were out at the same time actually because because what because what Marvel did when they had the Transformers with Bob Budiansky. Okay, you're talking mm-hmm. to a real fan, unlike you who knows the facts. When Hasbro went and invested in taking these items from Diaclone, all these other toy brands, and brought them over to create Transformers, I'm, well, Power Rangers kind of did it, but they made a whole brand new original story with brand new original identities for these characters and really flushed them out. The original Diaclone line was about human beings that operated these Transformer sized figures. So that's why the, the OG Transformer toys from the 80s all had space for a figure because they originally came with figures, Dinobots, everything included. But Hasbro gave them a real story, unlike Saban just copying and pasting the best parts of Super Sentai and putting put a, a Benetton ad of kids into a whole bunch of colored costume suits and calling it the Power Rangers. There was actually time and effort. There was a Bible made for my for my brand. I know that the, that Super Sentai is that girl Power Rangers would never. Are you saying Power Rangers has no lore? Nothing of a story. Sis, and I, are and you I, saying I, that for real? That the Power Rangers have no lore? That, that, is that I, on Zordon I, era, I, baby? Two decades to get it. You, 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 you basically got. You basically got white six. Two decades to get it. We had a lore by Turbo, not even by Turbo, by Zio. The lore was established from the as from Aquatar. That's on fucking the Space Rangers. That's on so many different aspects. I'm not accepting that, baby. I'm not. You're not going to sit well, there, you know, and well, disrespect the Power Rangers lore. We have gone through so many things in our well, lifetime. We have endured the iconic... Y'all became something. That's all more phenomenal. That's on hip-hop Aikido. Listen, listen. Your show was racist. Every time Zach would come on, they would play black music. And it was iconic. Did anyone ever feel offended by that? That's the question I always ask when people bring that shit up, that the Black Rangers played by a Black person. That was iconic. Kids needed that. He was cool. He was... Mm -hmm. It was racist. Thank you. Thank you, Showtime. (laughs) No, I I really liked that there was a Black Ranger and that he was Black. He wasn't corny. He was was cool. I liked that. So I wasn't the gold ranger, the gold ranger black because he was a he had a black or gold trim. They like black people didn't because by the time ranger. they did he that, they had already cycled out the rangers. Would come back. What? Right, they also cycled them out by that time. By the time there had already been people quote unquote complaining about the rangers being civic races, and so they got rid of them right before that. Wow. Yeah, they had Adam replace Zach, but Adam 
honestly, I'm not going to let's go Adam. I liked Adam. Yeah, Trini, and she was Asian. And then they changed her to Aisha, who was black. They just swapped the yellow and black rangers so that y'all would stop complaining. We had no issues. And gave Rocky nothing. (laughs) And gave Rocky dust. Who cares about Rocky? No one. I just really feel that you were you you reached deep into your bag with that one. Um, shout out to Super Sentai though. Those act those stunt choreographers for Super Sentai. If you're ever making a, a an X Men movie, hit them up because that's legitimately Wuxia. Like, I I know my Kung Fu flicks as well, and they are really good at telegraphing a lot of the performance with that. They give you action. Um. So within that, yes, the phalanx are basically celestials. And that's an important thing to remember in regards to what Myra wants, because she has this whole complex about avoiding God and not wanting mutant kind to become basically cosmic assholes. And so she's bowing to a different cosmic asshole. It makes no real sense. She's not really thinking it through. Um, And I feel like this, her whole argument about joining the phalanx is going to bite Earth in the ass. Because nothing about the phalanx in general feels like it fits with into the design that was the creation of mutant kind in the first place. Thank you. That's my thesis um, regarding that plan that is entirely stupid. No one wants to join the iPhone in the sky. No. Um, apparently humans do. And that's real ghetto. It's so jank. You can't get through by your natural process. So you need a robot to do it for you. Why don't you just do magic? All I know is I have yet to meet a racist sorcerer outside of Merlin, and Merlin got his own issues to deal with. Doctor Strange is right there, sweetie. Doctor Strange, he's just a flop. Is he really racist? Is he a gene fold? Yes. Or is he just a flop? He's racist. I don't know. I feel like he fucks with magic too much. He was a member of the Illuminati. And that nigga's best friend is Doom. He's racist. This is a worthy debate because I don't fuck with Strange at all, but I can see he does some sus shit. And I do blame him for a lot of the mutant plight right now because he really could have helped out, um, but he refuses to. But in all of this, we have now moved on from Wolverine, the X lies of Wolverine, because it truly sucks. One chop. Two chops. Two chops. I'll be be three. I I actually enjoyed the book. I hate to say it. Just because it's wrestling. Yes, it's always so (laughs) difficult from her. It's always something from her every single goddamn time. I I just thought, I felt like like Omega Red got to come up and she deserved. Um, yeah, I felt like I felt like uh, Morgan smacked out. She got what she deserved. Um, I did like I do like seeing the Wolverines as a team. I think that maybe that's something we should touch on with more focus on Scout, um, Docking. No, oh, this Morgan. isn't a chop for deaths. Deaths, I I I'm weighing my no. option. It depends. Am I confusing the names again? Is that me confusing oh, the no, names? Right. Um, no, but they were at the end. They showed them at the end of the book. Um, the right. time jumping thing um, is really interesting because Wolverine has clearly lived a very long time. I think, um, but I, but the things that like 
we've seen so much of Wolverine doing his like time hopping, his different lives. Um, I get what they were trying to do, um, but I, it, it just still ended up in the same way. Up, uh, Mikhail Rasputin being disgraced by Russia in a time that Russia is a disgrace. I mean, you know, <laughs> this is just great. The Russia kind of sucks, but I, I did fuck with Mikhail's decision. I like that. I like that shit. We looked at him and was like, we, this is, this is a situation that is bigger than even one mutant. You're going to go. You're gone. You're done here. And kicked his ass out. And it started making me think about Russia as a mutant enterprise in general. Because what they're doing isn't necessarily any different than what happened with the creation of Krakoa. I think literally it's because of world events. It's making me think about, like, I was already considering why was Russia being framed in this way in the story in a post-Cold World society, Cold War uh, society. And like the thing I was looking at really intimately was this conversation that I think they were trying to have where they were trying not to frame Russia as just evil, period. Because you can see where Mikhail is coming from, low-key, in a lot of things he's talking about. Like, Krakoa has already shown its cracks. It's like not a great place. He's trying to build the great place within uh, Russia. And he's not stupid, neither. He's not going to sit here and go like, oh, we're Russian, so we will we automatically have to trust all the humans in Russia. Like, no, he created his own private shadow society where his people are protected just so long as they do fundamentally serve the national interest. And he stands as the buffer between mutant Russia and human Russia. And they got to do what he says in order to get access to the rest of them. It's not any different than what Charles Xavier was doing, honestly. It's no well, different. Well, you may not have to go with Morocco with that shit. Exactly. Keep your ass over in Europe. Stay there, baby. But it's also basically the same thing that Apocalypse founded Akara on. The same basis of we're a military force for survival of the fittest. We serve each other, and this is a power-based society. They're all doing the same thing. I wouldn't mind seeing uh, Mikhail build his own nation of mutants. I would prefer there be three different nations rather than just the two, because it would eliminate the need to turn Araco into the villains. Like they sometimes, like what a lot of people say that they're afraid of happening. Mikhail is smart. He's not an idiot. He has some pretty awesome mutants. And I also think it's the key to us getting more stories with Gentle. Because Gentle's Russian. Oh. You know it's going to happen eventually. You Showtime, you know it's going to happen eventually. It feels like a huge, like, black hole of, like, discourse not to pull him into that. Do all the the semi-decent black folks in Marvel have to be mixed? God damn. I didn't write it. Gentle. Can we forget that that fucking happened and make their other parents a black fucking person? He could be black. He could be black Russian. It doesn't matter. We can we can we retcon that? Because I would love for that to be retconned. I feel like they can't because it's so integral to Gentle's story about being an outsider in Wakanda. Like that, it's like not just the fact that he's a mutant that he's an outsider. No, that would have been big enough. It's the fact that he's also biracial. That is the commentary. Though I do think that you can retcon it so that he's not biracial, biracial, and he's just binational. If they, I feel like if you had an African American parent in Wakanda, they would wouldn't fuck with you. So you can definitely just make him a black Russian dude. His dad was a black Russian dude. She didn't know he was Russian. It you can make a much more interesting story with um, African diaspora wars because goddamn that shit gets tiring. But you can actually tell that fucking story. 
Um, I get a Black Panther run. That's the run I'm doing. Being, be, well, that true. That too, actually. Yes, because that's speaking big volumes to that. John Ridley was going to write the fuck out that story. Um, but like, you can have that conversation about how Wakandans, the continental Africans, have an issue with the diaspora and vice versa. Because they bring it up in Shuri. Like, anyone who's read Shuri, which is why I'm always getting on people who get really, really too attached to Wakanda. I'm like, you read Shuri, the first thing anyone who was of African descent, an African nationalist, an African like continental, says that the problem with Wakanda is that very clearly that nation would not fuck with them. And it's true, they would not. It's like when you look at African, the African Union, and you ask the question, like, what do they represent? It's like a country that state isolationist to a, to like the Western world seems interesting to an African continental that seems fucked up and like deeply, deeply unbecoming. And it's like very much a who raised you situation and a no respect situation, which they are really big on. And like they will look at them like some Uncle Toms. And like, honestly, I wouldn't blame them for doing so. Because it's like you're a part of the union and you're acting like you're independent and you're doing nothing for the rest of us. When we operate, yes, with our own rivalries, our own situations, individually, but on a national, like an international level, as a continent, we try to move the same way. Mm-hmm. It's just interesting. Yeah. I do just think that, you know how like, the X-Men votes go? Mm-hmm. The X-Men votes happen, and as much as we don't like certain people not getting the votes they need, or getting the representation we want them to, and these votes, it's still a big statement to say Gentle came in number three. The top three is still the top three. Like, no matter what, how you paint it, like, Monet still had second most interest. Angelica might have beat because of much people voting who did not understand the dynamics of the comics right now. Um, but it's still, Gentle still got more votes than he sh- probably should have for the level of character representation he's gotten in the history. Gento should not have come that far. I'm still not over the fact that we're stuck. Air fryer. Yes. Conventional oven. Can they kill her off within like the first issue? Oh, her powers will do that. Mm, That's something mean in my spirit. (laughs) Maybe a bullet could finish the job that cancer couldn't. (laughs) <laughs> um, oh, 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 no. Oh, no. Wow. Oh, ow. <laughs> Maybe Mora can, can peel her skin off next. You know, that would be an interesting thing. I would, I want, maybe Celine can come back and just fuck with her again. I mean, Celine is already coming back. She, she loves to replace Magneto on the um, Choir Council. Oh, that's wonderful. Oh, it's really amazing. interesting. And there's so many dynamics at play that I feel like the comics can never really do. The kind of comic I think we want. Is very much. I'm not sure if you guys ever read Fables. Fables is that is a graphic novel. Is like non superhero related, but it's about like basically what if all fairy tale creatures were real and they they existed in our world. And like legitimately, they're like come from another dimension, and accidentally, all the stories we've been telling about them has just been some glimpses into one moment in their life, and they are like truly real people like snow white's actually not as sweet as she thinks she's actually kind of a bitch and she gives emma frost vibes and she's more like I mean, a she gave those vibes 
even in the Disney movie. Yeah, in the Disney movie, they're more based on the comic, uh, the uh, the actual stories, like the books you read. And she's like legitimately a leader, a wartime hero, like a thinker, and she's really just not nice to people at all. She has this whole lecture where she cusses out this ugly nurse because she's like, "Listen, sweetie, you can only be ugly, or you can be nice. You can be ugly and nice, or you can be pretty and mean. You can't be, you can't mix and match." People forgive pretty people all the time for being mean, and that's fine, whatever. It's shallow, but it's the truth. If you want people to like you, either say fix this or fix the inner world because both don't work out, and it's the truth. But Fables has that thing where they do be mixing and matching almost 100 different characters, and they do it well because they give it more time across a bunch of boards for them to tell stories with these characters. And fundamentally, I don't think we're ever going to get that with X-Men. I feel like... As many times as we wasted, how much time has we wasted on Wolverine? It's just not happening. Even us getting as much Emma Frost as we're getting this season is a godsend. Um, and it's unfortunate, but it's just going to be the truth. Maybe in another 10 years, we'll get more characters we actually like. Maybe, maybe, hopefully, they can retcon Angelica and she's no longer a mutant. I wouldn't mind that. Angelica's not a mutant. I would love to hear it. I would love to hear you it. You know what had been more interesting? And I want you to be very clear on who I am about to say and how much of a big deal that is for me to say. It would be way more interesting to have invited back Quicksilver as a member of the X-Men. Not fast or incest. Quicksilver, the speedster, would have been more interesting than Firestar existing. You meant that shit with your chest. Oh, you that came from the bottom of your scroll up. You meant that shit. Oh. That was yeah. a big that was a big statement. Because no one likes Quicksilver. I'm not even sure why he should have been on the list. He should not have been on the Unity Squad at all. I did not like him on there. He's skeevy and creepy. Well, not not no, not yeah. just that, but he's also um played a part in House of M and nobody wants to talk about that because he was the mm-hmm. one who kinda had Wanda do that shit. Oh, if you do this, everybody will be happy. And then look what happened. So that's his fault. He, took he was the Cassandra Netflix. Nova of House of M. Yes. Listen, and the only person to hold him accountable for that shit is Wanda. Wanda's the only one to look at him and go, you're a narcissist, you're a sociopath, you're not a nice person, not to me, not to anyone. And I really, that's the best moment in that solo series, really, for Scarlet Witch. And I'm really mad they made, they fixed it. They fixed it like in the end. It says, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so inconsiderate. It doesn't change the fact that he's a manipulative sociopath, Wanda. Like, he's not a good person. Like, that's a... you Run the other way. Girl, stand up. Stand up. Cool, child. So, hopefully, the wrap-up to everything is a lot better. Um, I haven't been reading the Infinity comics that have been, like, close tie-ins, I guess, to what's going on. I have seen, like, in the Infinity comics, like, they're doing a thing. They brought in the Omega-level teleporter, so she's in those. And, like, they just figured out, like, they just found out who she is in the first place, that she was, was, like, held captive or something, and she was in AIM, and they've been using her, but she's one of the unlike listed Omegas that they kind of just figured out they need to add her to the list. 
because she wasn't even featured outside of a Deadpool comic. Who's this Omega level um, t- uh, title for her? Oh, her name is, I get her full name. I talked about it a lot earlier, but she is, it's an interesting thing. I think with her power, they're going to have to like do a double categorization like they do for reality warping because hers isn't based off of being able to transport like a bunch of people, but she can do a bunch of other shit with it. Um, like, you know, to me, I would have thought basically that the Omega Love teleporter would be like magic because she can do a lot more shit. But where is it? Where is it? Generally speaking, like it's a complicated thing. She has the power of like remote teleportation. She can teleport objects anywhere. And the Omega level status of it isn't so much that like she can teleport a bunch of people, more so as the quantity. So she could probably move a planet if she wanted to. Mm, a bad bitch. But it would kill everyone on the planet. So her name is Maddie. Maddie, Omega Level Teleporter. She can map and catalog the entire area or geography like Latuka can. So she knows fundamentally the entire dimensions, everything around her, the energy levels, all of it. And then she can select those objects individually in multiples or any factor she wants. And then she could teleport it across. The caveat is she cannot teleport any living person that is not herself. Or else they die on reappearance unless they have a healing factor or indestructibility or something like that. So and would to that me... So would that not make her an Omega level mutant? That's the question. That caveat is the only caveat that exists for her. She can go, I want to teleport just the hearts in a 20 mile radius and everyone would just lose their heart. Or she can like... So she's on her uh, Paige Hallowell shit. Yeah, literally. She's on her Paige Hallowell shit, except she has like the range of shit she can move is so huge that it's like, no, actually, I can see definitely that's like a difference between personal teleportation and like you using it as a function. It's a, fir- it's a difference. Also, she just got her powers when she was doing that. So she hasn't trained. She might be able to do it later, but like as with any Omega, it's like the first moment you're in, you activate, you're not going to be doing a bunch of important shit. Like Elixir couldn't heal a wound when he first developed. And then now, He's an Omega. I think they're going to do a thing where they have two different versions of teleportation because really that one power is a bunch of different shit. She could be one Omega. I really think magic should be a more limited aspect because magic can't teleport more than like a room of people. And that's a big caveat, but she can move through time and space. I feel like they're going to just do two different ones. Magic really needs to be elevated. Um, I'm on that hive. I'm on that team. I can't really fundamentally think of any reason why magic isn't an Omega. Yeah, because I was going to say, that's one thing we don't have is a magic Omega level mutant, right? Ileana should qualify. I'm like, you can't teleport through time and, like, me not think you're not an Omega. Yeah, the multiverse, too, but, I mean, it's, yeah. But then you she, have... She's definitely qualified. Then you have two other types of teleporters. You have a telekinetic teleporter in Exodus, and then you have a universal shaper teleporter with manifold 
Manifold's ability feels sort of yeah. Go ahead, Vante. Oh, I'm sorry, but um, but you also have Nightcrawler too, and doesn't he have to cross between like dimensions or some shit? Yeah, yeah. So magic. Not okay. magic. Okay. Magic shit really shouldn't. That's the thing. She create her stepping disc does not require you to move through limbo. Like it shouldn't. Like her thing. Like the animations of it in that it, one thing where she opens it, a disc. They reinterpret it a lot. Like when her power is broke, you had to move through limbo. And like she didn't realize it, but it was like, yeah, your powers like did a thing where it as a mutant, your ability was like was like manipulated by the environment you grew up in. As a girl who was growing up in limbo, your powers did a bunch of shit where you attached to it. Um, but fundamentally, her stepping discs do not and should not ever require it anymore. The only reason that I ever seen that it did was literally that one moment in the Uncanny X-Men when she was broken and they got teleported to Limbo and they had to fight Dormammu there. Um, and she couldn't bring them back until she broke Limbo fundamentally and like shut that whole dimension down. And then she went to Strange to teach her magic because she couldn't control the magical aspects of her powers. That was that. Nightcrawler actually needs to pull you into another world for him to teleport you, even for a split second. It's like different versions of how the power works, and that's why I do think that there should at least minimum be three different um, Omega teleporters, of whom I do not think uh, Manifold should be one. I think he's close. I don't think his Omega level status has anything to do with like teleportation. I think if he does qualify, it's his connection to the universe. But then Exodus teleporting Araco from one planet to another. That shit. Kinetically. You see me on the timeline talking about like how basically he just used string theory and math to do that. It was like basically how Exodus did it is how Maddie, the mutant I just told you about, works. He used math to cheat and do what she does that she just does naturally. But yeah, I think that's all we have for X Lives. Um, which means since we only had one comic last week, it's time for us to discuss the circuit party. Applause. Thank you. That's what I was waiting for. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah, I don't ask for much. I just ask for celebration before I speak. Thank you, baby. Thank you so much. All right. So for the second part of this week, we will be discussing the Hellfire looks so far and also just distinguishing on the looks that we would prefer to see coming up, even if we've already gotten it. Just the most iconic I statements that kind of need to happen, because now that we know that not only will mutants finally be dressing up this time, we will now be seeing heroes coming in, actually doing the bare minimum effort that they should have been doing the first time. Um, so for everyone, just if any of you have more, go ahead and give me more. But you know, there's one hero who is not mutant affiliated, and one hero and one mutant hero. Uh, what do you prefer? What do you want? What do you desire to see? But also, what's look that we've gotten so far? Because it's just the first week, we haven't got that many looks. Uh, what are your feelings about them thus far? And I'm gonna say, Vontae, since you got such a nice countertop situation, your backdrop is so pretty. You get to go first. 
Thank you. Um, so far, I would say that I'm digging Emma Frost's look. Um, the bob is kicking that dress clean the fuck off. I love her. I love her style. I love the obvious boob that she's showing and the side hips or whatever. And she's just rocking the colors. Like the, the white and gold is definitely her. Um, Jean, I want... I want to say what the 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 one the that trail. I saw. The, yeah, the, the them fucking boots. It's just them boots. Them fucking boots. <laughs> we got the gloves on. She put the boots back on. Yeah, Shit. Yeah. She okay. We 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 gotta we gotta head start with that. We got something. So she got rid of the she got rid of the gloves and she kept the boots. We just gotta work on the boots next. Overall, I th- I think it's kind of cute. I'm not gonna lie. I think two it's things. Maybe with a different. Maybe with a different shoe. The two things Jean loves to kill are broccoli people in fashion. Yes. The bitch is just allergic. Like, is this something about both of those things that she just? She's just not fucking with it. I think she has a very deep hatred um, of it, and also queer people. She doesn't like queer people. She doesn't like fashion, and she doesn't like broccoli people. And I will almost say she doesn't like black people, but we know that she keeps a black best friend on her. One thing you would never call Jean is a racist. Facts. But um, I would also say for um, Cyclops, Cyclops actually looks a lot better than when he did the first Hellfire Gamma. I like the look. Um, who else? I like Sink's look. And I'm really looking forward to what they're doing with Storm because they're purposely dragging hers out. So I want to see the last thing we get is Storm. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm looking forward to see what she's gonna have in store for us because you know that's the Beyonce of the X Men. She wins. She she wins Fashion Week. I mean, she wins Hellfire Gala fashion every year, even though it's only Mm. been one year. But we're on the second year. What's the hero, the Avenger or Avenger adjacent person you look forward to see? Surprisingly, Scarlet. I would look Yeah, Scarlet Witch. Yeah. She actually looks good. She she looks really good. I feel like she just went into her closet for that one though. I feel like that's something she had laying around. She forgot to go shopping and then she just no, she just conjured it. Let's put it, let's call it a spade a spade. She just conjured it. That wasn't. I like that they're they're um, remembering to draw her Romani, mm-hmm. and not white woman, not Elizabeth Olsen. Correct. Love Sink's outfit, but the mint. I would almost say that this year, they remembered to make the men look good too. Because last year, the men were just like, meh. It was kind of sloppy last year, but also Sink was one of the few people we really liked. It was Sink. Who was it? It was Sink Manifold. Um, yeah, Sink and Manifold. Drew it from certain angles. Drew it, like, you, it depends on who was drawing him, really. Not, I keep going to Drew it. It's fucking Richter. Richter. <laughs> I just want to change his name. I want to call, call him Drew it. His name is Druid now. I'm just gonna go do that. I I made a decision. Sorry, Marvel. His name is Druid now. Then they're making the Avengers dress up this time. No, Why I have is Tony Stark wearing a uh, plastic coat, like a 
uh, a hologram coat. Like, what is this? It's not cool. It's not edgy. It's not giving anything. He could have did better. I'm like, you could have. I'm happy you didn't come in your actual robot suit this time. Um, Sam Wilson looks like a joke. Listen, Why? and Sam was so easy to do, but I feel like they leaned so hard in making him Captain America because he got, he got the branding now. He needs to get it through. I'm like, it was real. It'd be real easy to just give him wings, wings of some sort, even no. like the trail. Because you do it, the like, even like the plumage situation that you see Sinister in so much. You know, he's a trendsetter for that. You can give it to the other people. Now, I will say, this is also really hard for me to say. Did I actually like Carol Danvers' look? I hate that it is on the cover of Black Panther. Yeah. Oh. That no. was some type of aggression. I don't know. I don't know. That was some type of aggression. <laughs> we all worked at Abercrombie or Old Navy at some point. And so we recognize the look, Carol. I feel like that is what's fundamentally helping her is that she looks like she's trying to do an Old Navy commercial. Um, they could have put that Steve shit Rogers on. also looks like a rich white man. He looks like he's going to call me the N word at any moment. He looks like he country club. That tracks. Um, that tracks. he, I'm like, fundamentally, you put Scott, I'm happy though, because if you put this picture of Steve Rogers next to a picture of Scott Summers, you know who you're going to fuck with. I feel like it fundamentally changed the entire conversation now. Never call Scott Summers a cop anymore. Scott Summers showed up to a queer leaning event and he said, I'm going to give you a little something. I'm going to give you effort. <laughs> and like, I thought about this. Um, you sure they slick that hair back and put that vibe on? Between Steve and Scott, especially these Hellfire Gala looks, Scott got this nigga down. He ate that bitch up. <laughs> <laughs> cleared him steve, he said steve who Ooh. you know what because it's also i think this is the interesting part about what this spoils low-key i hope i hope it's just leaning towards important information how is scott summers showing up at the hellfire gala if he's supposed to be dead that was my question i was like is he supposed to be dead is supposed to be doing this whole cover story with captain krakoa how the fuck is he able to do that I hope this is how they reveal themselves to the world. I really feel like the fireworks this year uh, for Krakoa is going to be them revealing the resurrection protocols. Because I think that's the question that's been going on in the X-Men run already is this question of, were we wrong for not letting this information come out? And are we wrong for, like, hiding it? And, like, I don't think... Showtime, were you here when we were discussing, like, the sink, wipe the memory from... Uh, remove the memory from the reporter... No, I wasn't. Yeah, right. He wasn't so, even gonna, he would, oh, no, because I was going to say that Sink, like, questions Sink kind of asks himself of, like, was this the right thing to do? Kind of feels like it's going to overlap, especially with who's going to be cycled out, who's going to be cycled into the X Men run. Um, we already recognize, like, they're getting rid of Sunfire. He's going, he's going to be gone. So sad to see him go. I really do enjoy seeing Sunfire in these comics, though. He, I like his new costume, like his new energy. I'm really upset. I'm really sad that they didn't really do a moment where, like, Cyclops and him had a heart-to-heart -heart and go, I was a dickhead to you. And Cyclops just goes, I'm white, though, so I understand. 
fundamentally, I feel like that never happened. They never squared themselves off. This is the first time in the same team since that happened. It would have been nice. Um, just like it would have been nice, you know, when Gene, when uh, Oro and Sunfire sit around each other, they reminisce about the fact that they used to be on the same team. Never going to happen. We're never going to get it. But fundamentally, what that means is that I think with the artwork we're getting is them progressively just letting us know maybe who's going to be remaining on the team. So we're getting Sync, we're getting Wolverine, we're getting Scott. Those are the main staples. To me, that's like the main iconic three of the X-Men right now. Are we getting the correct Wolverine or, are we, or is she? We're getting the female Wolverine, AKA the proper Wolverine. We're not getting old man Wolverine, AKA Logan, period. We're not getting Wolverine racist. Ill, yuck. Disgusting. Send them the Sabretooth. Let them foreplay can, for a few can we just issues. Get can we get Sabretooth just in general? Can we just get Sabretooth on the team or just doing anything? I wouldn't mind that. No, let's get Sabretooth. Let's call Sabretooth up. Because I, I will say Mike, Mike Carey's uh, run on X-Men where he had Sabretooth, Mystique, Rogue, Cannonball, and I think Cable uh, on a team together. That team was fantastic. Oh, yeah, I remember that team. That was great. Actually, now that you brought it up, since we still need to get your fashion um, critiques, what do you, if Sabretooth was given a Hellfire Gala costume, right? Because, you know, he could probably do it. He'll probably just be listening and know the Hellfire Gala is going on, so he just throws himself one. What would he wear? Okay, so I have two schools of thought here. He would be real basic and wear just like a standard suit with like something cute on it, like Wolverine does. Mm -hmm. Or he will go full Craven the Hunter. That's hot. <laughs> give us give us a bare chest moment with with the, the fur on the chest, and then he's got a fur over that just draped casually across your shoulders and just as like a cape mm -hmm. I, can, I can see him doing that in, that's in his some classic leather colors pants. and that's it yeah I can see him mm. doing that in like his classic saber tooth colors mm -hmm. listen because his old costume his original costume is like one of my favorite honestly personally that I like the most um, but it has to be drawn by a gay man I think for saber tooth costume to look the best a gay man needs to draw it uh, because they something about when gay men draw like these versions of characters, something about it just gets like overtly sexual in the gays. I feel like mm -hmm. that needs to happen with Sabretooth. You need to lean that's in. Ex that's what we're giving here. It's what we're and giving. You need to make sure that fantastic bulge. We like it needs to be sitting. We like heavy. His leather pants needs to be tight. We like our mutants mm. a little sexual now. Let's, let's, Listen, yeah. Colossus isn't like because his powers. He dresses like a slut. That's why we like him. Just like a whore. We mm -hmm. appreciate that. Um, but it. also, that's also why we like Craven the Hunter. Because Craven the Hunter, even when he's drawn by straight men, is always vaguely sexual. <laughs> so you do know I'm learning this because I'm listening. Um, I'm actually listening to Cerebrocast. Isn't he um, good? His character profile. He's really good with the character profiles. Um, and realizing that a lot of the 
especially X-Men writing through the 90s was like just shy of everybody just being bi. Yeah, everyone kind of wanted to fuck in the 90s. It was so weird. And like you, I've been going back as much as y'all. So much sexual shit. <laughs> it was so much sexually charged energy. I think that was the era of like Aurora's, like when people start really leaning into like, are we sure that Aurora's not like in love with this girl? And it's like, no, yeah, um, she wants to fuck you, Kyo. <laughs> Yeah, but that's her sister's thing. Like, and everybody. But you kind of caught a hint of her bisexuality when um, she first cut her hair into the mohawk. Like, right before that, she kind of lost control of her powers. And then she kind of, like, um, was with the Yukio or whatever the fuck her name was. And then Japan, yeah. That, yeah, in Japan, she kind of brought out her, you know, her, her wild side or whatever. You kind of started to see it there because she had, like, it was almost like a infatuation with her. So I was like, okay, girl, I see you. You want to, you know, hurricane kiss them coochie lips. I ain't mad at you. Mm-hmm. You got the power to do it. You can use the air around your tongue and speed it up. You know, we're going here. You know? See, this is another reason why, like, your Lime Brothers <laughs> Showtime needs to be wary because we will also find inventive uses for power <laughs> in the bedroom. Listen, you're gonna be Omega, <laughs> if you're going to be Omega level, you got to go all the way out. Okay? Listen, the cooch is a kind of atmosphere. Listen, I feel like I'm, am I the only person in this room who's ever eaten pussy before? Because I explained to you, it's a whole... No. No. Air, oh, yeah. No. You are not Ow. the only person in the room. Ow, showtime. Look at us. <laughs> Fantastic. Love it. Um, so you said, like, what's the costume you really appreciate, though, showtime? Like, what costume for the X-Men so far that you've gotten that you feel like is a vast improvement? Other than Cyclops. Because Cyclops, he went really? from garbage to... <laughs> you can so okay, so outside of improvements was your statement. The ex women, I think, either slightly were less this time around, like all of the ones that we've seen so far, um, including Jean, because I don't. Forever twenty one dress. One. Yeah, I don't like that one at all. Um, and Emma's dress, while it is provocative, because that's what she's gonna wear. I didn't really like it more than I liked her three looks last year. So she uh, was, you go for three looks, that's three different options. That's all like fire, especially and, and all three of them. Diamond were one, that diamond oh. one. Mm. <laughs> so this time around, the X Men were better to me. So Cyclops was vast improvement. Um, uh, Sync is about what and what. I like and appreciate that they decided to put the Aven- give the Avengers some looks too, so that everybody can fucking get like some looks because the Avengers coming in their regular ass costumes really pissed me off. Why would you come to a gala looking like your street clothes? Like you just came here. I wonder if Thor is going to wear something. Ooh, let's hope he wears nothing. Um, mm. We can all admit Thor's a fine man. Like he's very sexually attractive. What he is. <laughs> so my, my one improvement that I appreciate is actually, oh God, this kills me that I'm saying this. Carol Danvers' look. She looks bomb in this damn um cowboy bebop-esque um pantsuit number. She looks bomb. 
she came looking like a real lesbian. Love that for her. Um, mm -hmm. Henry, you. They're all trash. Ooh. <laughs> oh, chops across the board. Okay. So. Well, well, this is the problem I have with, with everybody's costume. Everybody's costume looks like a battle costume. No mm. one is dressed for a gala. It's nothing like, because the thing that I'm fearing Practical. is going to happen is that they're going to start reusing these costumes for actual, like, battle. Everybody's yeah. Like, it should be like an actual costume they would actually fight in. Um, I will say that Magic's costume immensely steps too far on uh, Rachel's costume from last year. Smalled her up. It, 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 I don't think it did. I think I think it's tacky because it's too similar. I think it looked even worse. Um, no one cares about the Avengers. They can they can go walk off a cliff and die. No one's concerned. <laughs> um, but I do think that all the costumes are immensely fucking terrible. Um, there was no inspiration this year. I feel like mm -hmm. everybody like they pulled from real inspiration last year. It just seems very lazy. Like, I, and I and I kind of figured that was going to happen the second year around, but that they weren't going to invest so much time into the looks. I think the thing that they should have done was give um, indie artists an opportunity to cultivate the costumes, Show off. Mm -hmm. and then and then use them. Like like this is a one of, one of my friends who's an artist. Um, Art of eighty one on on Instagram. Um, he has the dugout uh, action figure uh, Instagram account also. Um, the dugout BK. Um, but like he's an artist, and you know, a lot of people submit. You doing you doing like you know these votings and shit for like these votes for like you know new X Men. Allow the fans to participate in, in the fandom and, and like you know do top three artists. We vote for the best costume, and we don't. It's a blind. It's a blind. It's a blind vote. We don't know to the end until they show up on the red carpet and they all walk in with their looks on. Um, but I felt like they're less fashion, more let's fight. I feel like Wanda's costume. I feel like I've seen it before. Yes. Like, like it's nothing about it was original. Um, I mm -hmm. do. I, I do think that first tensions. That, that while Cyclops is a step up to me, it's still very much trash to recyclables. I'm not, I'm still not impressed. I think the visor is always super tacky. I think it's like, you know, it's it, every, everything, I mean, don't get me wrong, they in a room full of flash scans. I will be prepared for war too. But it's just, it's just, it, everything was very tacky. I didn't see anyone that I was like, oh, wow. And, and, and X20, I'm sorry, Wolverine, X23, Laura, Laura Kenny, mamas, you need to be popping them out. For that, for that, ju for that jubilee aesthetic costume that everyone have on, it is, it is, it is, it is the tackiest thing I have seen. That is the tackiest costume I've seen out of everybody. Like you got the humans in there dressing better than you. Like you got, you got fucking jumbo carnation on the island with you, and you are dressed like this. Like mama, you should be ashamed. You, you should be ashamed. I have seen. Like I, I feel, I feel, I feel like I'm gonna say this. I feel like La La Re costume on uh. That with the one little uh, badge taped to the motherfucking uh, bodysuit is better than what Laura has on. Like Lala Reed looks better than you. Like you look terrible. Like you look. No one's better dressed. Like, do I don't like it. I don't like it. No one and, and even like like Sink's costume. Nobody has a costume on them. Just like oh wow, like oh wow, that's an interesting take. Like last year, like I really was like I was living like nothing, nothing last year. Remember, like, Manifold's look. 
Colossus's look. Even Sink's look from last year. The men slayed last year. I, what is this? What like like let me tell you, like we all can we all became um the spirit of Tamara came in all of us when the Colossus walked on the stage with that sheer top and the beard. I wanted metal in my throat. I wanted to see what it tastes like. Aluminum, steel. I like I like to take some mercury. I like to take some mercury. I want I wanted iodine poison. I was excited. I like to take some mercury. I was excited. However, this year I feel like it's a wash. I feel like I feel like very Joan Rivers said this bullshit. Throw it all back. Do it again. This is all fucking god awful and terrible. Y'all look y'all look fucking stupid. No one looks great. I no one does. No one and, and Sink is, is, is my is, is my number one hero. Sink baby, don't let them white folks dress you no more. Don't so let them white folks like, like, like even and even and you know what know what you know what and, and I'll add this too. Even with the death of the great Andre Leon Talley, the great Barry McGlair, we didn't get anything to even acknowledge these men. In their time of fact, if they'd have had Jumbo Carnation walking in a big ass caftan, like 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 um like Andre Leon Talley, or give someone some of those looks. Prodigy's gonna Twitter, walk in with it, you know. If Prodigy's gonna, Prodigy's gonna do it. It's gonna be Prodigy. Prodigy's gonna walk in and pay homage because you know he loves black people. The Hellfire, the Hellfire so, Gala thing should have been a one time thing. It is not sustainable as a as an annual event. It's just not. Time out. I think we have only ever seen um, or only even seen uh, like 10 people's looks. Five Mm X-Men, five Avengers. So I think it is somewhat unfair, if you will, to say that they aren't doing that because we have it we these are just these are lowball niggas these are just yeah these are like the here niggas that they just thrown out to us like oh you can these are the the niggas you expected to see niggas we still haven't seen the girls that we really are looking to see so let's say t'challa alone hasn't been featured and t'challa better come in something um storm what if they pull out daddy moonstar and she slays this shit if Gateway comes in in something that's not uh, stereotypical and racist, um, like, what if these niggas really come in and show the fuck out on the people that we actually are here to look for? We'll say the inclusion of a Balmain look. These looks, these looks, I do agree, are real lackluster given all of the context. Also, we have to keep in mind that comics... um, have like a, a year lead time. So this is shit that they they wrote or did like last year. And they're not good with fashion. Um, so they may not have. That I agree with like the statement last year when they talk about the Hellfire Gala is that the problem with having artists, uh, comic artists especially, be the ones to draw these costumes is that they aren't familiar with like the intricacies of fashion of like what things you put on a costume to make it transition from being an action suit to it being like an actual statement of art. Like, cause when I looked at Emma Frost's costume, that's the exact reaction I had is that they're gonna make this into her go-to look for her ex uniform. Cause it, iconically, Emma don't be wearing costumes. She don't wear an ex uniform. She wears her fucking dominatrix outfit. 
and whatever thing would barely veil her titties and that's it and that's all the looks you're going to get but this feels more definitively like this is her stepping up as the white savior as the white queen if you need to know who the fucking leader supreme of that that seat of the council is it's her this is what she's going to be wearing much like fucking sinister has iconicized his his plumage or exodus his cape or magneto his helmet or you know cerebro to uh charles every person on that seat has a thing that makes it theirs um so i really do think that within this they went the angle of it was so iconic when storm wore her costume nonstop, and then when people were begging us to change jean's outfit we just gave her her hellfire look just revamped maybe we should just do it for all these other characters which i disagree with i don't think it works for every character much like to what henry's saying and i'm excited to see what they're doing next because it feels like this hellfire gala's theme feels like it's really leisurely and how it's going about things it's a very leisure inspired look um fundamentally it's like i'm like is it supposed to be set during the spring rather than the winter or something because everyone's giving like full print like this is really laid back um, I appreciated Sink's look because it's a homage to Midwestern fashion. Like he's wearing a North Face, basically. And he's really laid back. His shoes, his sneaker game, everything is a homage to street fashion, period. And I felt like that and was. And it's like a version of his Gen X uniform. Yeah. And I appreciated them doing that because Midwestern fashion, his Chicago style, his street fashion in general is a huge part of his identity that kind of gets brushed aside more lately. They want to focus on reintroducing him as a character. But I'm like, don't forget, this is a nigga from Chicago. Like, he really has a really street-oriented fashion to himself. Comfort. Like, last year, he did great. But I'm thinking, now that he's more established and he's not trying to garner more votes, I'm like, just throw him in something that feels familiar to him. I wouldn't mind it if he did flop, if it did look like it was an honest look of, like, this is something that Sync would stick with. Um, They did a phenomenal job to me on the terms of, like, I like the idea of giving him like that high collar. Um, I think that works out. The only thing I disagreed with was I think when he got down to the shoes, something was amiss to it. I don't think they put enough detail into like his shoe game for me to look authentic to me. It was just like they got the general aesthetic of what a shoe looks like. Um, Sam Wilson. Did the same artist who do. It was Daughterman. Um, who did. Um... It was Daughterman? Yeah. Okay. Did, did Daughterman do the revamp on Miles Morales' uh, costume? Not all of them. I think each of them were doing something different. Which one are you talking about? Like his reimagining as in like the New York style fit of him wearing like a basically him wearing like a North Face as well. Uh, a full Scully tied up. That look. I thought yeah, it was someone that else. Look with the with the Jordans. I feel like it was someone else. Or they're not Jordans. They're some other shoe. That's who I do also do hope is coming to the Hellfire Gala is Miles. See, but how do you do a Spider-Man gala look? How do you do that? So easily. It's really easy, especially because he has a full look already with the mask. There's lots of looks you can do with it. It's so many looks you can really do with it. Because so many looks, especially this last year, um, and I think it was specifically Balmain uh, did a bunch of looks involving facial coverings, like masks, basically because of the quarantine and the pandemic, people were more concerned with like, how do you make like staying, you know, safe fashion? 
And so there's a lot of mask looks that are out there that they can really just do. Uh, I hope Clea also gets a costume as an introduction as a new Sorcerer Supreme. She should be there. So give Clea a look. Um, oh, because Steven can't come. Come <laughs> because no, he's fucking dead. Um, and I also really appreciate hope that her and Carol have a run in because Clea gets to look at her and go, "You fucked my man." Um, this was the drama of it all. I just want this. I want Hellfire Goddess to be filled with drama and intrigue, and it just needs to be, or else. Uh, in terms of the characters we haven't gotten, I know they're dragging out Storm. I do think that within the conversation of like all of these looks is that I do miss, like Henry said, when they dedicated the looks to their powers. And I think that's getting lost in it, is that they're trying to get the easy, simpler, oh, doesn't it look nice? Where I'm like, where's the appreciation for your abilities? Like, Jean's look was iconic, not because of what she had on, because she was doing while she's maintaining her look, is that she's levitating shards and giving them shape and definition. Or like Emma Frost walking in, like wearing her diamond Nike fit, and like her whole body is an actual diamond. Like I want more of that, and I feel like they're getting away with it. And they need to recenter that whole dialogue because without it, Hellfire Gala kind of loses its purpose. And I feel like that's not a good thing. Um, so yeah, if this whole thing is a bust fundamentally, I think it should be not the last year we kind of referenced it, but maybe just do it in the background. Like Hellfire Gala happened, we don't pay attention to it, but Hellfire Gala went on. Cause like, cause like I hate to say it, I'm on, and, I, and this is something I feel too. Like, like Emma Frost's outfit is really giving high end stuff for Cuckoo, and I think no one is realizing that. <laughs> Cause she looks like one of like when I looked when I went back and looked at the photos again and I was like, why does this look familiar? Like the bob, the silhouette. I said, oh, this shit looks like a cuckoo. Why would you make it like the alpha cuckoo? Like it just looks. She she's the mother. She stands out. That was like one of the fucking band members. Like girl, she is yeah. the mother of House Cross. Make sure she looks like it. I feel like I feel like they really I feel like they really missed the mark. And so Showtime, I do agree with you though that like you know this is just a pinch of the costumes. But this, this is what they did last year. There was a pinch of costumes that we all was like, but they, I feel like the pinch of costumes we got, like, I remember we got the first 10 costumes last year, which was like Monet and Jean and Scott and Storm and Emma and her three outfits, Shadowcat, um, and some other. I like robes. Whatever. Oh, I do like robes. Robes last year robes. or this, this year? year? Rogue this year, Rogue looks yeah, good. Rogues this year is very, is very much boudoir. Um, Southern Belle. Yeah, like I stole Mystique's look and made it look better. Um, a little bit of her mama. Yeah, like I feel like I feel like there was I feel like last year there was some really fashion forward thinking and interest going on. There's no fashion this year. It's all just like these are really costumes. No. I'm waiting to see what else we get. And Showtime have to be a little bit more fair. Wait to see what we get. But I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed. Take it all back. You know who I I want to eat so bad. Destiny. Oh, can you imagine? <laughs> I want her to pump through and give the girls a sickening look. Because she has an unfair advantage. There's no precogs allowed. Okay. A precog knows what you're wearing. That, that, that was a real T.Y. boring with her because she would have the best look. <clears throat> she woke up to Jump Incarnation and said, give me the look you haven't shown anyone that I know you have. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
It'll be fabulous. It'll and be fashion. And mystique on her arm at this, and, and she's the baddest bitch in there. Oh, bitch. Oh, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine getting eaten up by your mama? How beautiful is that? The loathing, the pride. And Celine comes in and um, has a more sickening look than Emma Frost. That's it. That's we're over. No more Hellfire. Guys. I do think Brother Voodoo should be there because I feel like they need to stop erasing him from the narrative. But I do want because I do want him to see him. I want to see this like two characters. I said this on the account. I said I want to see I want to see Wilson um, play Moss for uh, the Hellfire Dollar. Um, but I didn't know how people would take that because he's definitely we don't know if he's Caribbean or anything like that. Uh, it's completely unknown what his ethnic background is. We just go black. Uh, but I'm like, also, the whole criticism, but then that is stupid also because playing Moss is not like a thing that they truly hate if you know the history. Um, but I do think in terms of characters who should be, Brother Voodoo, he has ample costumes that he could have been wearing to this. And like, he's just never going. There's also like this artwork that's on Tumblr that I found a long time ago of like, blending like a Haitian sense of style with Brother Voodoo uh, and how they oriented like how the fact that low-key Voodoo automatically like usually does have drip it he's one of the more fashion for for like heroes period so I'm like put him in and just do it for me make him fucking Wanda's plus one if you want to I also think Cersei should come the eternal Cersei Eternals? yes hmm. She loves a party. She's a fashion designer. She she literally a reality warper. She can make any costume she wants. She should go. And also, she's fast as hell. Trying to fuck Namor. I see her, sis. I understood that exact inclination, too. She said, I'm going to distract him for a few hours. <laughs> oh, I absolutely would try to smash Namor as well, but, yeah. you know. You know, he doesn't need to breathe, and, like, the less he breathes, the more... Uh, it's like, I think it said the the more oxygen he breathes, the more insane he becomes or something. He has an oxidized, like, insanity issue thing. So, you know, just suffocate him. Send him in space. You're helping him out. But he sound like he, he can breathe through his gills anyway. He don't need to breathe through his nose and mouth. He can figure it out. You know, he's, he's crazy, but, like, the crazy ones are the best ones, you know? So... <laughs> We say here, standing saber two for how long? We understand the fundamentals about how to fuck. The crazy one is the best one. Choose name more all day, every day. Um, that's all the heroes I got right now. Clea, I like her normal costume that she has. For some reason, it's not her main costume. That that pink and fuchsia and purple one, where she just like she powers down and it's just stunt the entire moment. She can do something for Hellfire Gala, I think. If they start cheating the Hellfire Gala like it, 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 a whole big thing, not just for mutants, then it'll get them to do a thing where I think they should do with the fashion blank statements, which is just I mean, do collaborations with actual designers. I think um, I actually personally like Clea's uh, Sorceress Supreme of the Dark Dimension outfit, mm -hmm. the one that has the like spiky things. I actually really like that outfit. Um, so doing some sort of variant on that um, would be cuter to me than that pink and purple spandex leotard thing. The one that's I clearly inspired like that by Wanda's look in the MCU. Yeah, I, it's not my thing. Um, 
I also don't particularly like her Sorcerer Supreme of Earth costume, mm-hmm. but that's because the Eye of Agamotto and then the, the Cloak of Levitation looks stupid. Looked weird. Yeah, they're ugly. They're really ugly. Is it okay. true? I would not wear that cape, and I don't know why other people put it on when they have other options. No capes. No capes. Like it's stupid. Like turn it to a jacket. The cape can change its shape. It's just that they're bad at fashion. Yeah, I would absolutely go for a sickening uh, Exodus moment. Mm-hmm. Let's just have you know spiky things or plumage. My head so it looks like a halo. Follow sinister design. Give me like a sick white white cape. Oh, you so gotta be careful because you know Genesis are getting jealous about them capes now. Listen, all you gotta do is tell them I'm Caribbean, I'm playing mods, you're a cultural appropriator, Nazi. And see if that makes sense back up. Probably won't. I feel like he, he murders black people for fun. Um you can't tell me Sinister don't. He's very fucking weird and he's creepy. So is Jamie Braddock. Jamie Braddock is definitely creepy. Who I am definitely excited for, and I think it's not just one character. I think T'Challa should go. I think T'Challa should leave the fucking cat suit at home. Like you are following. Ooh, what if he came as like? What if he came in one of Chadwick Boseman's? Um, That's what I was thinking. Looks? That's what I was thinking. I was <clears throat> thinking that. I was just like so deep in my heart. I was like. You follow in the iconic, like the iconic vision of Chadwick Bosman. Chadwick Bosman knew how to dress. Rest in peace, goat. Oh, fu- I'm sorry. Now, now I really want to see that. I like, want I really to see can. him in that look. Specifically, I want him to use the shawl because it's, it's an actual company. It's a Philadelphia company. Makes those scarves. They're expensive to get one of those scarves like you see Child wearing in the um in the end of Black Panther. That look when he wraps it, um. A very specific fold and it covers up like half a suit. Uh, that look, those mm-hmm. scarves are about $200 for one. Last time I checked, um, I think after the movie came out, they probably doubled the price as they should have. I used to have the link, I could probably find they it, better have. but they're really nice, they're really beautiful. But I want to see, oh, the um, the, the religion one. Like, give us a shawl moment, like a, a caped moment. Just make it black. So it no, no, maybe not color. black. I will go a deep, like, midnight navy, like a dark navy color. Okay, okay. A little Hamash's original costume coloring, like, because the pen they used was, like, he was called a Black Panther, but it was like a navy pen. I want that. I want to want that. This is the only hero I'm spending this much time thinking about because so it's T'Challa. You give him the extra attention because he is the Black Panther. This is the most respect you would get as a flat scan is you're the Black Panther, so we will give you extra attention that your costume needs to make. He needs to make Steve Rogers look like a fucking idiot for coming in a zoot suit. Mm-hmm. And um, be able to stand next to Storm and impress us. Y'all dating together now. Y'all together now, right? Y'all shacking up now, right? People, y'all better be the king and queen of best dressed. You need to look like you have earned the right to be between her legs, because Yukio is watching, Callisto is watching. They all going to see you, and Forge is coming too. You gonna get shot on by Forge or Wolverine or Wolverine? 
babe, buddy. No, no, he almost he or gambit. Gambit is probably the worst or, one. Or Sunfire. Because Sunfire was ready. Sunfire about to steal your chick. He will do it. And we, we got no reason but to applaud because he's not white. Mm-hmm. It's like going to be a wonderful Omega level baby. Mm-hmm. Well, that's all I have for the circuit party. So, do you have any recommendations for ne- this week in comics? I, I feel like, isn't this week the finale of Strange Academy coming out soon? Yep. So, yeah, catch. I think it's not the finale finale. I think it's the end of the first term, which is their way of saying that they're going to do another volume um, coming up. So check that out. Hopefully they invite more mutants to the school. Let's hope to... Jesus what else is happening? Is anything happening in DC? Last thing I heard, we were doing the trial of the Amazons, which is going well. I think it's the Wonder Girl comic. Shh, 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 shh. Don't spoil that for me. I haven't gotten to it because I've been busy, you know, doing me things. either. So, um, well, I highly recommend that. you guys check it out. Oh, it's so going she well. She don't know what happened. They do not know what happened. Oh wow! No clue. <laughs> Oh, girls man. you guys in for it because it is good yeah, check it out bitch. uh you find out what happens bitch Woo, a gag of the century yeah i gagged like shit when i saw that shit i was like nigga there is a problem with their mascara bitch and it's about to get crazy with them three tribes mm. the nieces are about to have it shout out to the esquisitas though shout out to, esquisitas. Shout out to my hood people. rats <laughs> That's came in that, messy I'm and loud. I loved it. I love that. I love a hood. I love a hood. Yeah, the, the expertise are like banji as fuck. Like I live for them. I live. It's giving everything you want from Morocco. <laughs> That's exactly what they give, and we love it. Um, we also have X Death of Wolverine number five. So it's the wrapping up of I think everything going on there. Um, we got also Devil's Reign X Men. So Emma Frost is going to go stunt real quick. Um, so that's dropping soon as well. And Wolverine Patch, as we said earlier, is dropping too. Also Demon Days, but I don't think, think I'm going to include Demon Days in terms of a thing I would recommend people read. It's not that the Demon Days are bad. They're really beautifully drawn. Like Peach Momoko, he put in her, put in her whole shit in those, like, in those inking and the lines and everything she you can tell she loves what she's doing it's just that the story doesn't feel like it's an x-men story or it's definitively like it feels like an indie comic more than it is to feel like a uh a marvel comic and so that's like a different take altogether you will fundamentally have it's a different experience um so it's like you consume that i'm gonna say like consume it as artwork more so than you consume it as this is a superhero narrative And I don't know if anything else is going on. I want to recommend you guys check out um, the Magic Order finale, but I don't know if sure it's even coming out next week. So, yeah, that's all we got so far. Aquaman um, is actually a really good book. Aquaman? Is it, is, it, is it giving 
Because I have not checked it out yet. It I know. is. So they combined. Um, so there was a, a miniseries, Black Manta, that was written by a Black writer. I'm forgetting the names right now because it's been a minute since they came out. So I'm not remembering who did what. Um, and then they also had a miniseries on Aquaman Becoming, which focused on uh, Jackson Hyde, a.k.a. Calderon the Black Aqualad becoming Aquaman. Uh, and then they combine those two together. They're telling the story of the Black uh, Atlanteans from Zebel. They are telling the story of um, that that is where, he, that's where Jackson Hyde's mom came from. They're insinuating that uh, Black Manta is from there um, and just doesn't know it. They're telling the story of all of the Aquaman-related folks um, and excluding <laughs> the folks that don't nobody give a fuck about. <laughs> um, Dolphin and Tempest. I think Garth is not being included. Because um, when you think of so Aquaman, Aqualad, you don't think of Tempest. You don't think of Garth. Who gives a fuck about him? I did a little bit when he was still a sorcerer, but like honestly... If I gotta choose between him and Calderon, I'm always gonna charge for my baby Calderon. And I'm not gonna call him by his slave name, Jackson Hyde. I'm calling him by his real name, Calderon, Gay Fish. Mm -hmm. And so right now, um, the the two Aquaman and Black Manta um, have sort of teamed up to fight a particular enemy. Um, and the story is really good. It's two Black writers. Um, I think black artists are also on it. Like the book is really good. I will check that out. I need some new reads. Yeah, we're running low. I think they need to hurry the fuck up with these other new releases because like we're running out <laughs> of like comics that are worthy of attention lately. And I think that's a that's crime against know. humanity. Um, but yeah, this drawn out ass Wolverine story is over next week, so finally we might get some Thank shit. God. I might actually start reading Devil's Reign in completion now. I actually, it's, it's not bad. I'm not saying, yeah, I'm not saying it's bad. bad. I just, it's just, it was one of those I was waiting for it to I wanna, get more issues first. I, I just want to know, like, what is going to become of the end of this because I don't feel like anything important has happened now. Other than, well, let me not spoil it. Other than the big reveal of what um, Kingpin finds out. Yeah. But, like, that's it. We got to see Electra beating Carvin's ass, though, which is, I think, worth it. <laughs> Fundamentally. Um, well, Electra kicking somebody's ass is. Okay. I was rereading. It literally inspired me to reread the old Electra run. Not the old one, but like the one for like 10 years ago, maybe. Actually, more like, yeah, like 10 years ago about when she was working for the Assassin's Guild. Um, and she killed, she caused the death of uh, Grey Crow. And like, it was so unstated that she did that, that they kind of just retconned that it ever happened. But she directly caused the murder of Grey Crow. And it was hilarious because she was shit talking him the entire time. Great moment. But I think that's all we have for this week, guys. Um, again, shout out to Vontae for the new place. Shout out to Henry for an excellent birthday. Shout out for Showtime for the dedication and the work to join 
such an illustrious historical society. Um, and thank you guys for listening. Always, we love you. Love you guys. Appreciate you. All right. Peace and hair grease. Bye. Love y'all. Bye. Bye.